We cover a lot of novels and other fiction writing on The Weekly Reader, but this week, nonfiction is our focus. I'm Lisa Morgan, and on today's show, our book critic Marianne Winnick reviews three new takes on various aspects of the human condition and how we think about, and perhaps more importantly, how we value and treat one another. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Lisa. The audiobook review column I've been writing for Kirkus has been quite an eye-opener. I was stunned and heartbroken by A Day in the Life of Abed Salama, Anatomy of a Jerusalem Tragedy, in which Nathan Thrall somehow manages to bypass the barbed wire of politics and partisanship to present a searing picture of what it means to be a Palestinian parent. Abed's terrible day begins with racing around to make sure his five-year-old son, Milad, will be allowed to participate in a kindergarten field trip to a theme park. Soon after Abed drops the boy off, he hears of a crash involving a school bus. Eventually, the story emerges. A semi swerved out of its lane. The bus overturned and caught fire. The emergency response was delayed at a checkpoint. The surviving children were taken to different hospitals, and some are in parts of the town where Palestinians cannot travel. Thrall follows Abed and several other parents as they desperately search for their kids, navigating both physical barriers and bureaucratic limitations that they encounter daily, but in this situation become monstrous. We don't hear much about this stuff, and heaven knows we should. Although its frustrations are on a different scale, bureaucracy and inequity are also villains in Alexandra Robbins' The Teachers, a year inside America's most vulnerable, important profession. Robbins followed three teachers for a year, Miguel, a gay Salvadoran-American elementary school special ed teacher, Penny, a middle school math teacher with an abusive husband and a toxic workplace that also contains a new love interest, and Rebecca, a musical theater maven who sings and dances her way through her underfunded fourth grade classroom. Robbins interviewed a host of parents, administrators, colleagues, and others, filling her narrative with often jaw-dropping quotes and anecdotes. While you will feel like slapping some of these people, you will be humbled again and again by the commitment the teachers demonstrate. My third nonfiction pick I've been meaning to tell readers about for a while. Claire Dieterer's Monster is a work of criticism that takes on the important question of what to do when we love the work but are disgusted by what we know about the life behind it. Starting strong with the chapter on Roman Polanski, genius filmmaker, Holocaust survivor, Manson family victim, and pedophile, Dieterer writes, When what you like becomes important, becomes defining, and becomes an obsession, then the artist's biography has even more clout, more power than before. You haven't just admired and consumed the art, you've become it. Her analysis includes both usual and unusual suspects, often with remarkably original angles. A chapter on Nabokov, Lolita, and Humbert Humbert asks, why did Nabokov, possessor of one of the most beautiful and supple and just plain funny prose styles in the modern English language, spend so much time and energy on this word beginning with A that we can't say on the radio. Her answer, a blend of close reading and blind faith, is redemptive. In the end, the book concludes that you don't need to have a grand unified theory about what to do about Michael Jackson. The way you consume art doesn't make you a bad person or a good one. You'll have to find some other way to accomplish that. The books are A Day in the Life of Abid Salama by Nathan Thrall, The Teachers by Alexandra Robbins, and Monsters by Claire Dieterer. You can find more information about these titles and our podcast at WIPR.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marion Winnick. 